welcome to Adam's Rib. It is our goal to uplift, encourage, and guide women in becoming the person that God intended for us to be. We believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for our sins and rose again so that we could have eternal life. We want to guide you in figuring out God's purpose for your life. No subject is off limits here. We are Adam's Rib, and here we go. Hey, I'm Jessica. And I'm Lindsay. And welcome back to Adam's Rib, episode 90, what? Six. 96. 96. 96. So thank you all for tuning in and listening to us. Um, for any of our new listeners, you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you can check us out on our website, adamsribpodcast.com. Mm-hmm. Email us, adamsribpodcast at gmail.com. Right? Yeah. I was like, are I, you asking me? Like, yes. Are we on the same podcast? <laughs> I need confirmation, okay, girl. Yes. <laughs> right. Look, Lens don't be feeling me. Anyway, um, but yeah. So thank you so much. And of course, for our um, seasoned listeners, for our people that's been rocking with us from day one, thank you so much for all your support. And just continue to follow us and keep rocking with us and just keep us lifted in your prayers while we continue to minister to God's people. Mm-hmm. Amen, mm-hmm. somebody. So episode 96, we are talking about adhering to the will of God. Um, I guess, so for me, and I was just telling Lindsay, for me, this this one reminds me a lot of our uh, episode about obedience, but I know how I can get a little deeper on this. So when we think about the God's will for us, for our lives, um, one thing that sticks out in my head that I really want to say is that God's will for you doesn't look like God's will for somebody else. Yes. Come on. <laughs> I think that we get so caught up sometimes in wanting to have what the next person has. We mm. want what our friends got. You know, God's blessed her with her husband already. Why don't I? I have mine. Mm. God's blessed her with her promotion, but I'm still sitting mm. here making twelve fifty, and so <laughs> exact amount. <laughs> okay, <laughs> dang, she already got her tax check, and I'm still trying I to still get have a filed. <laughs> no, no, seriously, I haven't yet. And oh. I'm just. I need to. I'm dreading it. I like got all these W2s. Not because I like jump from, from job to job. I had like part time gig here. Trying right. To, you know, just to make an extra money. Then I got like yeah. four W2s. I'm like, right. uh. <laughs> Girl, listen. Because I got a new job. So I got, you know, oh, from, a like an old job uh-huh. and then a new job. Listen, I get it. I get it. And I I understand and I get that it can be frustrating when you see those around you being blessed in another way that. That maybe maybe this is the things that you feel you desire and you see other people around you being blessed with the things you desire. And so you get frustrated. But again, God's will for you is not the same as God's will for somebody else. God's will for us are like thumbprints. They're all individualized. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't I'm at a place in my life where I can just be I can just rejoice and praise God for what he does for somebody else, but still stand true on or stand faithful to the vision that he's given me for my life and understand that my path is going to be different than Lindsay's path. Mm -hmm. Um, But I know that I haven't always been like this. I haven't always been in this place. I haven't always been in a place where I can appreciate 
what God has done for somebody else and how he's blessed somebody else. Because I do, I get jealous, I get envious. Um, But what we have to understand is that when you have those thoughts and you operate in a spirit of envy, you are putting your own will in jeopardy Mm -hmm. and you're, you're, you're getting yourself off your path. You're, you're getting distracted. You're getting sidetracked off of God's will for you. Yeah. In Mark chapter three, verse 35, it says, whoever does God's will is my brother and sister and mother. And so I think, you know, that, Jesus said basically that his true relations are those who know and do the Father's will, which is why I wanted to state that verse. And I think once we receive Jesus Christ by faith, we are obviously made his children, and he desires to lead us in his way, which would be his will. So God, I don't feel like he's trying to hide his will from you. Mm -hmm. He wants to reveal it. In fact, he's already given us all these directions in the Bible anyway. (laughs) So just like Jessica said, we are to give thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will for you. And that's Mm -hmm. in first Thessalonians. And so, um, and I think that's key when, when you're adhering to God's will. You may not know what it is, but you got to give thanks no matter what circumstance you're in, that whatever God's will is, that you should be grateful for because it's for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and his will, it, it's, it's going to be provable eventually. <laughs> mm-hmm. And in Romans um, chapter 12, verse 2, one of my favorite verses says, Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So this verse gives us an important sequence, in my opinion, and that's that the child of God refuses to be conformed to the world and instead instead you allow yourself to be transformed by the spirit as his mind is renewed as your mind is renewed according to the things of god then you can know god's perfect will Mm. so i think that's really key because if god obviously has not told you in some audible way this is what you're going to do year one this is what's going to happen year two year three (laughs) i think once you're being transformed by your mind is when you're just going to trust like god is going before you and tracing your steps god's already gone ahead of you Mm -hmm. and opening these doors and closing these doors and pushing all these things out of the way and you don't even know it because you haven't transformed your mind yet Mm -hmm. it's a spiritual thing at this point because you don't know god's will so you just just gotta know in your spirit i'm just gonna trust that God has gone before me and he's just going to be directing my path mm-hmm. so I want to back up though for a second because there might be somebody listening that is just wondering what exactly is what is God's will what is that what is will what does that word mean but basically what we're saying is what we're talking about is God's plan for you um, the plan that he has in place for your life what he desires for you um, and so that's why we're saying like You have to transform your mind and you have to almost like fix your mind. You got to get in a place where you know God is up to something. One thing that I think we struggle with when it comes down to following God's will for us is the fact that we don't know. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of gray areas when you are following mm-hmm. the will of God. Mm-hmm. Like there are, 
but I don't we don't serve a God who's just gonna make it black and white always yeah. sometimes yes but mm-hmm. not always mm-hmm. and that's where when Lizzie was talking about you just gotta trust that's where your trust and your faith have to be activated that's where you had to have the trust and faith regardless but there are gonna be seasons when you are following this the will that God the will of God for you is gonna you're gonna get to a season in this journey where you're totally unsure you have no idea what's happening what's going on what this looks like why do you have me doing this you just don't know but when your faith is strong all you need to know is that I'm working towards something. Mm -hmm. I'm getting to something. I'm doing this for a reason. There's a purpose behind why God is making me do this. It's a purpose. It's a purpose for the position that he's placed me in. And something that Lindsay said earlier that really stood out to me and that I really want to reiterate is that God's will does come with proof. You are the proof. Mm hmm. What God is doing in your life, it is proof to others that God's will is is real. It's it's a real situation. Yeah. God's will for you is real, and you are the walking proof. Like the reason you're still here, that's the proof. Mm-hmm. Like the fact mm-hmm. that you still have breath in your lungs, yeah. that's the proof. It means the your f- will has been fulfilled. Yet. I'm telling <laughs> you, you're still on. You're still on this earth because there's a purpose that you have still yet to fulfill, and so. You got to understand that you are the proof. God's will is it comes with proof. There is nothing. There's nothing like mystical about what God wants for your life. Mm-hmm. It's very clear. And Lindsay said it. God's already 10 steps ahead of you anyway. Like he's he already knows where you're going. He even knows the hurdles that you're going to have to jump over mm-hmm. to get to where he's taking you. But you have to stand. You just got to stand firm in that faith that you know you're getting somewhere. Yeah. And I think when people think, you know, God's will, it's always got to be some big picture, right? Like, oh, should I marry this person? Mm -hmm. Should I, I don't know, start this business? God's will can even be the little things all the way down to, should I move to this city? Right. Should I buy this house? Should I get this car? You know? And sometimes... I'll just even say, we'll just take moving to a new city or a new house, you know, for example. You know, yes, you may be able to afford it. You may be excited about this new city. But God's assignment for you may not be finished in this old house or in this old city. And so God's will can even come down to the smallest, smallest of things. That's why I think it's so important to include God in every single minor decision you're making. It can even come down to whether or not I should buy these shoes. That really seems like silly. But I think that's when you begin to hear God clearly when you're... Even concerning him in the small things, you'll hear him even more clearly in the larger things that truly mm-hmm. matter about whether or not you should buy those Louis Vuittons. <laughs> right. Yep. And as you begin to seek God's will, you, you have to make sure that what you're considering is God's will is not something that the Bible forbids. So, yeah. for example, <clears throat> if the Bible for, well, I won't say if, the Bible forbids stealing, right? Stealing mm-hmm. is a sin. <laughs> So since God clearly has spoken out on this issue, we know that it is not his will for you to be a bank robber. <laughs> don't, I hope not. I mean, don't sit here and say, you know, it was just the Lord's. No, it's not. No, it was. No, no, it's not. And not so you don't even need to pray about that <laughs> because, you know, that's not his will. And so I think, you know, we also have to make sure what we are considering will glorify God and help you grow 
and help you grow others spiritually. So knowing God's will is sometimes difficult because it requires patience. Mm -hmm. And so it's natural to want to know all of what God's will is all at once. But that's not just how it works. That's not how he usually works. Right. He may reveal it to you each step at a time. And he may reveal to us a step at a time, and each move is a step of faith, and it allows you to continue to trust him. And so the important thing is that as you wait for further direction, that you're busy doing the good thing that you know to do. And Mm -hmm. so often I think we want God to give us all these very specific things and timelines, you know, where to work, where to live, who to marry, what car to buy, et cetera. But God allows you to make choices. And if you are yielded to him, he has ways of preventing those wrong choices. I feel that. Um, It's funny. So as you were talking, I was thinking about, you know, I like to come up with practical examples my bank robber example was very practical. You should well, yeah. be proud. I did I not even get like overly deep with that. <laughs> I am very proud of you. I'm like so proud. <laughs> but just in case we don't have any bank robbers listening. <laughs> this one might be this one might help somebody. No, but that bank robber that was good. That was good. Um so but I have a really close friend, one of my best friends. Um she is the example poster child for an impatient person, right? <laughs> no, for real. And she knows this. And we just, I just had to go in on her yesterday about just not being patient. And granted, I'm not the most patient person, <laughs> but she just, she <laughs> takes the cake. So she's in a situation. She really, really likes this guy, mm-hmm. like really likes the guy. And he's a great guy. They have, they have a history there were some mistakes made in the past. And so right now they're just in a weird place where they won't be back together. This is like David and Mary Jane. No. Oh, <laughs> okay. No, not quite. Close. Not quite. You got to get to the next season, okay. girl. Sorry. So, <laughs> but, yeah, they, they really they want to try to work things out. But for her, she's like, I'm ready mm-hmm. right now. Like, I'm, if you ask me, I'm ready. Right. That's what Alicia said. Right. He's not <laughs> as ready. <laughs> like, he's more are you like, saying like he's not ready to like do his actions or he says he's not ready. No. Well, his actions show that he is all about ready for her. what to like just be together. Well, yeah. But for them, if they get back together, it would be like going to the next level, okay. like marriage potentially, gotcha. because they've okay. already been yeah. there. They've mm-hmm. dated. Mm-hmm. And we we're talking four years mm-hmm. off and on of a, a relationship right here. And so if they decide to work things out this for this last time, it would be like we okay. going there. Gotcha. Um, but so, like I said, for her, she's I'm ready right now. I know this is what God has for me. I know this mm-hmm. is my husband. I know this this God has God made this man for me. Mm-hmm. And so but for him, he's just like, I mean, yeah, she I, I love her and I know she's a great person mm-hmm. and I don't and I know she would be a wonderful wife. Granted, some of the mistakes that were made were on her part. Mm-hmm. So he's still kind of dealing with the mm-hmm. whole forgiveness and healing from the things yeah. that happened. I mean, he did some stuff too, but (laughs) nonetheless, where, where she's at a very strange place though, because she's being, she, she, it's almost like she knows God's will, Mm -hmm. what, what he has in store for both of them, Mm -hmm. but he's still preparing the man 
to be the man that he wants to be for mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for him, he's like, if we're talking marriage, collectively, they will end up having four children mm-hmm. if they end up getting married. Mm-hmm. And so for him, in his, his, in his head is... How how do I provide for four kids? Right. I can't do that right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm preparing myself to Got be able to you. be that type of mm-hmm. provider. Well, for her, she's like, I mean, I'm ready to ride. I right. can do this. We can struggle together. No, right. ma'am. Because mm-hmm. where you currently come from, because a part of this, too, is the lifestyle she lives. Mm-hmm. She lives, um, she still lives with her parents. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, huge home. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got a room. Mm-hmm. Everybody's good. Everybody's comfortable. He's in a one-bedroom apartment. Okay. And for him, he's like, uh, you don't move four kids into a one-bedroom apartment. <laughs> yeah. But I You ain't got a crib, so right. what we gonna do? Right? But I also can't give you that big old mansion right. that you live in with your mom and dad mm-hmm. right now, either. And so, for her, she's, like, going nuts. Mm-hmm. Like, literally having, like, moments of breakdown because mm-hmm. she's struggling with being patient. Okay. But what I was trying to get to her is that... God is not just trying to put God's not taking you through this just to teach you how to be patient for this man. Mm-hmm. But God is taking you through this to teach you how to be patient, period. Mm-hmm. If you know my will for you, then trust my will enough mm-hmm. that even in this time that I need to get your blessing prepared, yeah. you can just sit still mm-hmm. and know that it's OK. Be still know, and know that I am God. Amen. Yeah. Yes. And so I know that's like a lot of it. That was a lot. But. I use that example because to to get to that point, mm-hmm. we really sometimes have to understand that God needs a little time. So every now and again, <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> every, <laughs> every don't you say nothing. <laughs> Sorry, I, I did something, <laughs> and she's not gonna speak on it. I can't. <laughs> I absolutely cannot. Um, <laughs> you know how it is. <laughs> what every now and again. <laughs> Every now and again, (laughs) God is just trying to. (laughs) (laughs) What? I'm sorry. I had to get it. (laughs) Lindsay, I like you've never done that before. No, but not in the middle of us recording. I had to get it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm listening. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, (laughs) y'all. Lindsay's nuts. (laughs) She's crazy. I love my sister, man. But, yeah, every now and again, we just have to understand that God has God's will and his plan for us is already made whole. He knows what he's doing. We're the ones that don't know. But here's the thing. If we're the ones that don't know, but we believe in the man that does know, why do we fight Mm. against it so much? I don't know. We need to stop (laughs) fighting so hard. We we take on battles that we just don't need to fight sometimes Mm. and 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 fighting against God. Because we just want something right now. We want an answer right now. We want it made plain right now. That's a battle you don't need to fight. Because at the end of the day, God is not going to give it to you just because you're trying to fight it. Yeah, Yeah. It doesn't matter. If anything, you're just going to keep making yourself crazy. Mm -hmm. Because God only functions on his time. He's not going to speed up the clock just because we impatient. Mm -hmm. And so we've got to get to a place where we can just find peace in being patient. God's will requires peace. Mm -hmm. God's will requires patience. And if you try to rush something, you're not really going to get the full blessing anyway. Mm -hmm. I want everything that God has for me. Yeah. 
I want it all. And there are days where I do struggle with being patient, but I have to remind myself if I want it all, yeah. I got to be still. Yeah. I got to be still and let him be God. I got to be still and know he is God and he's going to always be God in my life. He's always going to do what he does best and he can do it better than me. Mm-hmm. He's better than me. He can make it happen better than me. So we got to be patient. And that's what God's will requires. It requires patience. And I think the better we get to know a person, then the more acquainted you become with their desires. So, for example, if a kid, you know, looks across a busy street and like at a ball that like bounced in the street, Mm -hmm. like that that bounced away, but he doesn't run after it because he knows, oh, my dad wouldn't want me to do that. He doesn't have to ask his father for advice on every particular situation. I mean, it's fine if you do. I'm not saying that. But he knows what his father would say because he knows his father. And that's what I mean. The same is true in your relationship with God. As you walk with the Lord, obeying his word and relying in his spirit, we find that you're going to be given the mind of Christ. And that's my point. You know, we know him and that helps us to know his will. So we're going to find God's guidance readily available to us. In Proverbs, it says that the righteous of the blameless makes their path straight, but the wicked are brought down by their own wickedness. So if we, if you're walking closely with the Lord and you're truly desiring his will for your life, then God's going to place that desire in your heart. Mm-hmm. But the key is wanting God's will and not your own. you got to delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Amen. So you got to be in alignment with what God wants for you and not what you want for yourself because you will Amen. be highly disappointed. Okay. <laughs> Y'all better stop feeding to them fleshy desires. Them, <laughs> that flesh gets you in trouble every time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to follow your spirit and not your flesh because your flesh may not always be taking you in the right direction. Yeah. It ain't always about you. Sometimes, granted, God's will is for you. Mm-hmm. But the process in in following God's will for your life sometimes has nothing to do with you. And I think that's a hard concept mm-hmm. to, to grasp, too, yeah. because we we want to make it. The will is for us, but we want to make the process selfish, too. Yeah. Sometimes mm-hmm. that we can't do that. Sometimes you have to submit totally into the will of God. Mm-hmm. And that is hard, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. if you hard headed like me. I mean, and even like, you know, kind of reminds me when the Israelites we're roaming through um, the promised land, or roaming to the promised land in the wilderness, I should say. I think what I find so interesting, I was just reading these scriptures just the other day. What I find so interesting, you know, they wanted that promised land so bad. And we know the story. You know, they were obviously complaining. Who wouldn't? If you roaming around for 40 years, mm-hmm. <laughs> or however long it was, like, who mm-hmm. wouldn't, you know, get impatient and things like that? But what I noticed in the scripture, it says that, you know, they would pitch tents and not how it didn't say they didn't pitch houses, but they pitched tents. So that tells me they didn't build houses because they knew that that was not God's will for them to stay right there. Mm-hmm. They was pitching, you know, temporary tents because they knew what the will of God was and they knew where their promised land was. Right. And so you cannot base God's will off of your circumstances right now. This That's is right. just a little wilderness that you're going through at yep. the moment yep. to get to God's will. So mm-hmm. really keep that in mind when you're adhering to God's will. Don't be making houses in temporary situations. Yep. Pitch a tent. Picture 10. <laughs> Tits come down. Houses are forever. <laughs> All right, we got to go, y'all. Yeah. Thanks for listening. This was episode a great episode. 96. As always, catch us next week, every Tuesday. We'll catch y'all later. Peace out.